Hello, Magic Transistors. Welcome to another Beach Boys album review. And today we're going to review the Sunflower album. This came out on August 31st, 1970 on Brother Records as well as Warner Reprise. Now, they ended their um, contract with with Capitol Records in 1969 and they were looking for another record label and uh, they were able to sign with Warner. So this was their first album under Warner Reprise. And uh, <clears throat> it kind of gave them a fresh new start. Uh, the album was re uh, produced by the Beach Boys. Manager at this time was Nick Grillo. Uh, the engineer was Stephen Desper with Brian. Um, the and uh, yeah, so this is kind of um, over the the last couple of few albums of the 1960s. The rest of the members started to contribute more in the songwriting and producing and and the create creative side of the Beach Boys. And Brian was slowly taking a step back. Um. And as a result, you know, I think that while they, you know, did a good job on their songwriting with Friends and with 2020, I think this was about the album that they really are, all started coming together uh, in a way that was more unified. And, uh, and, and the group, uh, the rest of the members started to contribute songs that were very... Uh, good. Although, you know, Dennis had already and, you know, um, started writing some good songs. And I'm trying to think who else. I mean, Carl contributed to some songs on Friends. He produced a song on 2020, but he hadn't really written anything yet. Even on this album, he hasn't really written, although he had a he co-writes a couple, uh, one or two songs on here. Um, Carl has more involvement in like the um, producing side of things at this point. And Al has a little bit of a credit, um, with lyrics, I think. Um, but that's about it, uh, on this album for him, I believe, but we'll see as we go through this. The album cover is, uh, it's a picture of the band with kids, um, dressed in their stylish clothes of the day, uh, Mike Love has a robe on I, uh, in this front cover, which I think is a cool look that he had with the long beard and long hair and and the robe. <laughs> so um, I always liked that look. I don't know what most people think about it. Um, the photo was taken by Ricky Martin. I don't think that's the same Ricky Martin that's a pop star. <laughs> uh, I think Ricky Martin... The pop star was way too young to be taking that picture if he was even born yet. Uh, so I don't know who this Ricky Martin is, but um, the photo itself isn't great. There's another picture that I would have preferred where they're kind of all lined up holding uh, flowers and Mike sitting in the middle with the white robe on and they're all kind of... Uh, I think they're Indian style, but 
anyway, it, I, I would have preferred that picture to, to this one. Um, but it works pretty well, but it's not one of my favorite. I give the album cover uh, an 8 out of 10. Now on to the songs. Lots of people with no place to go. The first song is Slip On Through, written by Dennis Wilson, uh, and it's a very, and sung by Dennis Wilson, very upbeat, catchy song, rock and roll, um, and it's got some moments of kind of soulful, you know, softer parts too. Um, this is a very catchy song. I'm not a big fan of the uh, artistic side of it, but it's it. there's nothing really weak about it either. And the production is really good. And overall, I give this song a 7.4. I'm thinking about it, it's over. Track number two is This Whole World, written by Brian Wilson. Uh, lead vocal is mostly Carl Wilson. Um, and I think he's the only... I'd have to pretty much Carl Wilson singing lead, but the my favorite thing about this is the uh, the arrange the vocals, just the vocal harmonies and the arrangements and all of the uh, different um, surprising little chord changes that they do. Uh, this is just Beach Boys, almost effortless. <laughs> you know, for most groups, this would be a challenge to do, but for them, they just pop it right off and I really like it I think it's got catchiness it's artsy the only thing that could make this a really strong song would be if it was a little longer I think it's just a little too short to be like a masterpiece but um, it does very strong across the board and overall this song gets a 9.0 Track number three is Add Some Music to Your Day, written by Brian Wilson, Mike Love, and Joe Knott. Um, I've never been a huge fan of this song. I, I mean, it's okay if I'm really in the mood and it pulls me in, but for the most part, it's not a song that I really care for that much. Um, the lead vocals are mostly Mike, and then it switches off to Brian, Carl... Um, a little Al and a little Bruce. So the whole group is kind of uh, taking turns with the lead. And um, it's nice, but like the tune, the, the, the melody itself is just very bland to me. It's just very basic. And there's just something about it that just doesn't stick out to me. It's not a bad song. It's, a, it's above average, but barely. <laughs> and I give this song... Uh, oh, and, and by the way, this was uh, their single at the time, which I think was a mistake. I, I would have preferred something like It's About Time or All I, uh, All I Want to Do or uh, um, This Whole World even would have been good. Uh, Forever, I think Forever might have been a B-side, but um, anyway. Uh, and also, when they the first album they presented, this was going to be the title of the album. 
and the record uh, Warner Brothers didn't care for the first group of songs that they presented for the first take of this album and it became Sunflower so anyway that's a little backup to that Um, but overall this song gets a 5.4 Track number four is Got to Know the Woman by Dennis Wilson, sung by Dennis Wilson. Another rocker. um, This has a very 50s, basic 50s rock and roll sound to it uh, with some very soulful vocals again by Dennis. Um, I like his performance on it, but I'm not a big fan of the song. Uh, I'm not really into 50s rock and roll that much um, for the most part. Depends on the song, but... Um, that's kind of what this sounds like to me. Um, obviously it gets a 10 in catchiness, a nine in the hook, but nothing else. Um, the production is shy of a, of great. Um, and then the poetry and artistic side of this song is fairly weak. Um, but overall this song gets a 6.4. Track number five is Deirdre, written by Bruce Johnston and Brian Wilson. Bruce Johnston sings the lead. Uh, According to Bruce, Brian added like one line in here that was, or, you know, maybe a couple of very, very simple lines. And Bruce gave him him some credit, um, I guess, to, you know, for whatever reason, maybe just because out of his gratefulness for Brian giving him a career uh but most of this 99 percent of this was bruce johnston uh you know he was a very good musician um prior to being with the beach boys um i would check out um his stuff there's um bruce and terry which was a lot of like very beach boy early beach boy-esque type music um and I think they were inspired by the Beach Boys. And then he did this album that was like surf instrumentals that was very like heavy on reverb, which is funny because that's not anything like he does. He does the opposite music with the Beach Boys, very clean um, kind of stuff. Um, this is a solid song, not a great song. Um, I think what I love the most about this is the arrangements. Uh, I like the instrumentations of this. And of course, the Beach Boys, vocally, um, they're just so good. It's it's not anything special, but it's just the Beach Boys make it sound so easy. And it's really not easy vocals, but overall, um, this song gets a 6.6. Track number six is It's About Time, written by Dennis Wilson, Bob Berkman, and Al Jardine. Uh, Carl Wilson sings lead. Uh, Mike adds some lead in the uh, bridge, uh, but it's mostly it's mostly Carl. Um, I love this song. It's probably my favorite song on the album. I don't know if it gets the highest score, but, but uh, I don't, I'm not looking at all the scores right now, but 
Um, it's very catchy. It's got a great hook. I think the production is great. The weakest thing on this is the art, which I gave an 8. So everything is mostly, you know, above an 8. Um, and so I think this should have been a lead single uh, to promote the album. And I think it would have been a great opener to the album as well. That's just my opinion. And uh, as you'll find out <laughs> at the end of this review, that... Um, it is my opener for my alternate Sunflower album. Um, but yeah, I love this bridge part where it just suddenly, that bass, ding, 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 ding you know, really good stuff. And overall, this song gets a 9.4. Track number seven is Tears in the Morning by Bruce Johnston. This song gets a bad rap for some reason. I actually really like this song. Um, is it a masterpiece? No. Uh, but I love the arrangements on this. The uh, What it sounds like, an accordion or something. Um, and just the instrumentations on it. Bruce does a fantastic job, job singing it. And, of course, the Beach Boys backing vocals that pop in uh, is very good. Um, it's, it's weak in the catchiness department, and it's a bit long for a lot of people, but I don't think that's a bad thing, personally. I think it's interesting enough to keep me sort of hooked in throughout. And, of course, that ending is a very typical ending of a Bruce Johnston song for some reason. Um, he uses this, that kind of ending in several other songs, I think. But, um, but yeah, I think this is a very good song and not necessarily a classic, but I give this one a 7.6. Track number eight is All I Wanna Do by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung mostly by Mike. And um, Brian pitches in a bit later on, but it's mostly Mike. I love this song. Um, it is, the production of it has kind of this, um, John Lennon did a lot of this with kind of a distorted vocal. Um, sound and I think it has kind of a probably a Beatles influence to it um, the way it's uh, produced and uh, this is probably Mike's best lead vocal he really gets especially when he goes up high and adds a little bit of soul to it you know he's always got that kind of basic um, I wouldn't say punk, but, you know, just straightforward alt alternative rock type vocal, you know, kind of in the vein of a Michael Stipe of R.E.M., uh, although that's 30 years later. But, um, yeah, so I think this is one of Mike's, if not Mike's, best vocal performance on a song. And, again, the distortions on the instruments as well not just his voice just gives this kind of a hypnotic sound uh, that is just fantastic and there's no, nothing weak 
on the song. Um, and it does very strong throughout. Nothing weaker than an eight. There are three eights on this and a nine on the artistic and a 10 on production. But overall, this song gets an 8.6. Track number nine is Forever, written by Dennis Wilson and Greg Jacobson, sung by Dennis Wilson. Uh, this is a song, the, the, the most popular song Dennis ever wrote. Um, and I'm not sure, I know he performed it a lot in the 70s, but I don't know how popular it was. I know that in my generation, I was born in 1977, and of course, this song was performed on Full House with John Stamos. Now, I have to... I have nothing against John Stamos. I'm not a John Stamos hater. But I'm not a big fan of that song. I'm not a big fan of a lot of what the Beach Boys were doing in the 80s and 90s in general in terms of how they promoted themselves. Um, but he did kind of make this song more popular I think and and you know that's that's a good thing um, but this arrangement this original version is so much better <laughs> than the adult contemporary version of Full House um, it is not my favorite Dennis Wilson song it's a very good song is it a classic well I guess a lot of people would say it's a classic um, it's not a master I mean it is I don't know. It's it's not as great as some of his other stuff that I've I will will or have reviewed. Um, but it is a very good song, very fantastic song. And um, overall, this song gets an eight point four. Track number 10 is Our Sweet Love, written by Brian Wilson, Carl Wilson, and Al Jardine. Look at that. I didn't remember that he had co-wrote this one. Carl Wilson is the lead vocalist. Now, just like Forever, this is a very, very good song. Um, and, 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 you know, it's not, it's not an insult. It's more like they have, they're just so good at their best that a song like this that would probably be a uh, breakthrough artistic masterpiece for any other band is just like an average song for the Beach Boys if that makes any sense so like Our Sweet Love and Forever and This Whole World and a lot of the stuff on this album would probably be like a breakthrough or a masterpiece for just about any other group <laughs> Not just about, I mean, some of the best, like the Beatles or the Who or, you know, the best bands ever, maybe not, but like a majority of groups out there, a majority of songwriters, if they put out something like this, it would be like, you know, high, more highly thought of. But I think the Beach Boys, it was just second nature to them and it just, you know, it's just there. It's just... Um, but you know the arrangement is fantastic the vocals are great 
And what else can I say? I give this song a uh, eight, an eight point four. Track number eleven is "At My Window," written by Brian Wilson Al Jar- and Al Jardine. Another Al Jardine credit. Uh, I kind of forget how much he was involved in some of the credits because he doesn't have any Al Jardine doesn't have any lead vocals Uh, surprisingly enough Bruce Johnson is the lead vocalist for this song I think it might be the only song by the Beach Boys that he did not write that he sings lead to I mean he does sing a partial lead on add some music but anyway and some of the other me- oh and brian does this spoken uh thing in it uh, i do think this is a little bit more interesting um when i was talking about our sweet love and forever they were like more pet sounds type songs which is not a bad thing at all <laughs> but it's like they're just second nature they've been there done that and they're just doing it again right just you know how much better can you get but Sometimes, like on this song, they do something a little different with the spoken word and everything. Again, I love this accordion in it. Um, Just a little more interesting, a little more creative. Although it doesn't do as well in the score as I'm looking at it from the previous two, but I do like it more. There are three tens in this song. The art, the poetry, and the production. The catchiness and hook do fairly weak, and that's what keeps this lower than the previous two songs. So it's one of those rare times where I like this song better than the previous two, and yet the score is not as high. (laughs) So overall, this song gets a 7.8. The last song on the album is Cool Cool Water, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. It's hard to, uh, I guess Brian, let's see, Carl has a partial lead, Mike has a partial lead, and Brian has a partial lead. The rest of it is mostly group vocals. And, of course, this originated from the Smile Sessions, um, and then they started adding more to it. And... A lot of the sound effects and everything on here makes this really long artistic masterpiece. Um, definitely an artistic masterpiece. I got three tens on here, the art, the hook, and the production. Um, and nothing below a six. The catchiness is the weak part with a six. But the hook is, you know, fairly strong. Oh yeah, that is the hook. The poetry, I'm sorry. The poetry is an eight, and that's only because there's not a whole lot of lyrics to it um but uh the sound effects and everything there's a lot of creativity to this which is what what makes it one of my favorite songs on this album and um and i think it's a fantastic piece at the end of the album um other than these last two songs excuse me there's not a lot of there's not a lot of I don't want to say creativity um, or doing stuff they hadn't done before, I should say. 
other than maybe it's about time which um it sounds a little unique but um most of the album is just stuff that they've done before but doing it really well <laughs> and so maybe that's one reason why sunflower is not one that sticks out to me as much but uh, cool cool water definitely very creative uh song um, and overall, this song gets an 8.8. .8. The album flow is a 10 out of 10. I think this is a very strong group effort. Um, it's not their first. Um, 2020 had a lot of good songs on it as well, but it also had some covers and some filler. And also the, the styles of songs were not uh, cohesive just they, there wasn't a singular vision but on this album there is friends uh there was some group effort there but brian was still in charge even though it said produced by the beach boys brian still wrote most of it um but this one was a group effort still produced by the beach boys uh carl would eventually become the producer to help make the future albums cohesive but they all were together, they all worked together, and seemed to have a singular vision on this album. So, a 10 out of 10 for the album flow. And as I said, this album, it's like they're making really, really good songs effortlessly with not a lot of creativity with the exception of a few songs. <laughs> and... And, and I tend to overlook this. A lot of people love this. A lot of people have this as their favorite or second favorite or third favorite album. I have it a little further down, but I think, I think there's just something creatively lacking, as I've stated, on the overall album. But again, this is not... Uh, it's just how good the Beach Boys are. Because they've done all this before, right? They've done just about everything. Now, there's some new, like, sound effects, like on Cool Cool Water. There's a little bit of spoken word and at my window that they hadn't done before. Um, but, you know, Our Sweet Love would fit right on Pet Sounds. But, of course, four years later, it's like no big deal for them, right? Forever probably could have fit on Pet Sounds as well. And, you know... Um, so I don't know. There's just something um, that keeps it from being one of my top albums by the Beach Boys. But a lot of people love this album. So anyway, the final score for my Sunflower album is still very, very solid. But uh, I give this one a 7.97. All right. So now on to my uh, alternate Sunflower album. I believe that every song on this album, with the exception of Add Some Music and maybe Got to Know the Woman, um, is on this album. Uh, so those two I've taken off, um, which leaves 10 songs. And then I added Barbara. Um, oh, and then a song that's an outtake from this album but was included on surfs up is take a load off your feet um it, you know i think this was a originally 
uh, going to be used for this album. But it gives Al Jardine a lead vocal, so I included it on this one. So that gives us 12. And um, trying to think what else is on here. Um, maybe there is just 12, but let me think. If I'm missing anything, uh, I don't think so. So I think this is a 12-song album. And if I have missed anything, I guess it'll be a surprise. But I will say that I've used the Feel Flows box set sessions to somewhat maybe add a little something to some of these songs, edit them a little bit, like add, lengthen some of them or whatever, uh, as I see, you know, just for fun. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy that. All right, so here we are with side A. Together to be our front and love one 
another Brothers, sisters, everybody We better start to help each other now We need it now When we're sharing our love, brother That's when we know we can shape another world
Forever. 
There we are at the end of side A, and there are six songs, so I think I was right, about 12 total uh, for the album. And part of that was because Tears in the Morning and Cool Cool Water are long songs, so I probably didn't need seven songs on each side to make it like a full album. All right, here we are on to side B. Lots of people with no place to go.
ocean or in a glass. Cool water is such a gas. Cool and so cool.